0: in to the Get Out of Porn podcast. I'm your host, Joe Wilkie. This week's episode, I want to talk about trust. How do we build trust? How do we lose trust? How do we gain trust over time as addicts? This is the fastest thing to go because the moment that our spouse finds out that we've been looking at porn, it vanishes. It's gone. In the blink of an eye, we went from being completely trustworthy in a fully intimate relationship or what we thought was fully intimate where we're open about everything, we're honest, we are... We're transparent to, now they can't trust anything. We've talked about this before. We've talked about coming clean to your spouse, what that's like, things like that, uh, in one of the earlier episodes. But this is about how we rebuild trust. So if you've lost trust in your relationship, if you were caught with porn, whatever it may be, how do we rebuild it? One of the things that I've mentioned before, I'm sure I've mentioned it before, but it's the idea of Lego bricks. Every little thing that you do, every correct thing that you do, Big or small is just a Lego brick. By you showing up and being where you're supposed to be after you maybe have cheated on your spouse or after there's porn and by you doing that, it's one Lego brick. By you giving the passwords over, it's one Lego brick. By you not hesitating at all when your wife asks to look at the phone, asks to look at the computer, it's a small little Lego brick. Now each of these seems very small. You're not gonna notice the difference. You're gonna say, big big what? it's a Lego brick. Who cares? If you do that 10,000 times, you get something that's really, really, really cool. And that's what you're doing is you're building this amazing Lego mansion or whatever you want to say for your spouse. But it starts with brick by brick, decision by decision, choosing something that betters the relationship, choosing to build that trust back. The worst thing is when we relapse and when we tell her about it, yes, it takes a hammer to some of it doesn't have to take a hammer to all of it. It just depends on how quickly we come uh, clean about it, how much we are engaged in the accountability process, in the coming clean process, in the shutting down whatever our avenue was, and actually really working toward building the relationship back. What destroys trust more than anything is a defiance, the defiant attitude of, well, so what? you know, Or the defensiveness that we get, right? The defensive walls immediately go up. Your wife starts to get upset and I've been I've been doing great for the last three weeks. I don't know what the problem is. That's way better than it's been or whatever it may be, right? That's defensive. And your spouse doesn't feel safe. You're not creating that safety in the relationship for her to feel the emotion she needs to feel. So building trust is being completely transparent and open and honest about everything. She asks questions, you tell her. I'm not a big fan of maybe telling her everything you've looked at. I don't think that's that's productive. And some women want to know that, but tell her enough details where she gets the understanding of it you know that well I relapsed okay what does that look like if you are a sex addict a true sex addict relapsing maybe you masturbated relapse maybe you looked at porn relapse maybe you objectified or maybe you went to a massage parlor or a prostitute or you cheated on her the relapse looks different you have to be able to explain terms this is all part of building trust though when you're open and honest about your emotions when you're open and honest about your relapses your triggers your struggles Well, we build trust really fast. I'm fully aware that not every guy can talk to his wife about these things without this causing World War III every time, every time that you're triggered, every time you even have a thought you go to talk to your wife. Maybe not, maybe not, but you have to determine what is going to build trust in my relationship. What is it that my wife wants to know, needs to know, has to know, and, and really just putting into the relationship whatever is going to create intimacy, create transparency, That's one of the fastest ways to build trust. It's also going through the gauntlet. Yes, it's going through the questions. Maybe it is a uh, full disclosure with a polygraph. Maybe that's what helps build trust so that she knows that, hey, you're telling the truth. You passed the polygraph. I know the full disclosure was correct, and I know that you're telling me the truth, and I want to continue that going forward. Some, Some wives ask for consistent polygraphs every three, six months, something like that. Are you willing to do it? If you shut down every single time your wife asks you to do something, that is the quickest route to her not trusting you. If she asks to see your phone and you hold back for a second, well, there you go. You've broken trust. If she wants you to take the polygraph and you're really hesitant, well, you've broken trust. If she wants you to tell her about something that happened and and you're really squirrely about the details, you're breaking trust. So in each of these situations, you have an opportunity to grow the relationship or to destroy the relationship based on how you respond. It's not about getting it right every time as much as it's about the heart. I think that's what comes through more than anything is, you know, when a guy has the proper heart and really wants to let his wife into his inner world and really wants to be intimate, not not sexually, but emotionally intimate with his wife, that matters. That creates safety for the wife because she starts to realize he's telling me the truth. No, that's not an easy thing. That doesn't mean your wife is always going to thank you for it. She may hate your guts for being open and honest. But you know what? You can look yourself in the mirror. You're starting to build trust back with yourself. You're somebody that is trustworthy. You're somebody that is doing the thing that is right, even if it's difficult. You start to trust yourself. When you trust yourself, your wife will start to trust you. may not be immediate, but down the road, she will. She's going to see that you're somebody who does trustworthy things. And, most importantly, you know you're somebody who does trustworthy things. You're not trying to pull one over on her. You're not trying to do something that is, you know, just shady. Or you're going to sugarcoat things. You're, you're going to shade the truth. Yeah, well, I told her the truth. I just didn't tell her all of it. You're breaking trust. You're taking a jackhammer to the, that Lego house that you've been building. So you have to think about the Lego house. You have to think about that every opportunity you have to be open and honest is another brick to put toward that Lego house. It's another opportunity to build something much better than what you've had. And, you know, brick by brick, you're building something really cool. Or you could say it's not Legos, it's literal bricks. And, you know, brick by brick, you're building her a brand new house. Because you have to think about the fact that when trust has been broken, you may have to bulldoze that previous house. You might have to. There's too many painful memories. There's too many triggers. There's too many everything that is going to hurt her. You have to build her something new. You have to build a solid house that's built on a solid foundation, one that's not cracked, full of holes, full of lies, deception, deceit. Build it on a solid foundation where she can trust it. That's what creates a good marriage. If you've been living in your sin, if you've been living in your porn addiction or in your masturbation or, or fantasy or sex addiction with whatever form that may take, and this is recent for your wife, recognize trust is not a quickly gained thing. Yes, you lost it in an instant but in reality, you've been losing it progressively or doing things that are not worthy of trust for a long time. So why do we think that we would build trust overnight? You see guys that get visibly upset when after two weeks or a month or even six months, their wife still struggles from time to time to trust them. You see guys that are ultra defensive. Can you believe my wife wants to put a tracker on my phone? That's ridiculous. Look, man, if you're the one that was cheating on her, then yeah, I, I can fully understand it. And by you balking at that and by you showing that you're really not willing to comply, that majorly looks like you have something to hide. Well, I just need my freedom. Why do you need freedom? Because last time you had freedom, it wasn't good. You went and did something terrible with it, and you broke her trust. Why should she give you freedom? But to the spouse, what about the other side of it? What about to the woman that, you know the guy is, is trying? That's the key. Is he trying? I know women that are very vindictive, that their husband is is sober for two years. He's been trying, and she just continues to lambast him. She continues to hate his guts. Everything he does, he's in the wrong. He's She's put him in the depreciation room. He can do no right in her eyes. doesn't matter how long he's been sober. It's because she's operating under trauma. She's operating under this this broken trust and the hurt, and she's allowing that to define the relationship. She's failing to see that her husband's really trying that's the key for a woman is to recognize is he trying or is he not and sometimes it's tough to know. Admittedly, that's tough to know. Well, how do I know if he's trying? There are some telltale signs. Is he open with things when you test him on it? When you ask to see your uh, to see his phone. Is he open? Is he forthcoming? When he relapses, does he wait for 3 weeks and then tell you and oh by the way I relapsed, you know, four other times between now and then? or does he come to you immediately, or does he come to you at least in in 24 hours? Make that part of your boundary list or whatever you want to say, the expectations. He needs to tell you 24 hours, maybe 48 hours. Is he sticking to your expectations, to your boundary list? Is he meeting those? Is he willing to do the polygraph? Is he willing to tell you when you ask questions? Those are things that shows he's really on track, and I feel like it's actually easier to know whether a guy is trying or not, or if he's really trying to just lie to you get around it I feel like if you really zoom out you pretty much know I know working with these guys maybe it's because I'm trained and I've seen this but I can immediately tell you who's serious about it and who's not it's just their mannerisms it's the pride that they carry they really haven't hit rock bottom they haven't come to the end of themselves they really haven't prioritized the relationship they're just doing whatever gets them out of the the line of fire as fast as possible whatever gets them away from their wife's disdain. Well, how can I get back in her good graces? That's the wrong question. That's the wrong question. The question is not about getting back in her good graces. The question is about how am I sober and how can I create safety in the relationship for her? How can I create a deep level of love and intimacy where she knows that she's safe in this relationship? That's key. So, if your guy, if you're a woman listening to this and your guy is really actively trying to create this safe space for you and he's really trying to step up in his life and he's doing the things necessary and he's not skipping his essay groups and he's not skipping his accountability groups with the guys at church, he's not skipping his therapy, he's he's willing to go to therapy, he's willing to get himself some help and figure himself out, that's what shows that this guy's serious about it. He really does want to come clean. So if he relapses but he's been really working his butt off for the last little while, take that into consideration. Yes, you're going to be hurt. There's going to be trauma. Maybe you need to get your own therapy for that as well. Uh, Just to be able to process through all the betrayal trauma emotions. It's it's significant. It's weighty, no doubt. But in building trust, make sure that you're not holding this over his, his head where he has no ability to build trust. For guys, it's not about whether you build trust with her or not. It's about you looking yourself in the mirror and building trust with yourself. But for the woman, a guy does need to know that he's building trust with you, if he's really giving it his effort, and if you feel like, hey, he's hurt you too much, let him know that, don't string him along, whatever it may be, but I would say stay in the relationship long enough to make sure that, and and I don't really believe in divorce, but hey, stay in the relationship long enough to make sure that is he actually repented, is he actually trying, and Is this something that I can really process through in therapy? And can he process through it? Because I've also known couples that have come through stronger, much stronger on the back end than they were before. The previous relationship, the early relationship, was based on deception, based on a lack of intimacy, being closed off, being lying to one another and really projecting things to one another. This has potential to be the realest thing in your life. If you let it, if you allow for that. Trust builds slowly. But you have to be willing to embrace the fact that yes, trust can be rebuilt. If you don't think it can be, well, stick around. See if he's serious about it. See if he's going to be the guy that you want him to be. If he's going to own his mistakes and he's going to get himself better, he's going to get himself some help. You may be closed off. That's, that's perfectly normal. That's perfectly okay for the time being. But maybe consider getting yourself therapy if that is the case. If you're really closed off and you can't seem to get past it, that would show that there's a deeper level of betrayal uh, that that really is not going to be worked through just by him doing the right things. That's great that he is, but you have some things that you need to be able to process and work through on your own. Sometimes this slips into feelings of self-doubt and shame on the woman's part, uh, that, that every time he relapses, well, it's, you know, he just wants that other person more than me. No, not really. A relapse is not about you. It's not about him deciding that, okay, well, I just want to go back. It's him having this emotional strain, this emotional stress, and he's going back to the patterns that he's had. He's, he's using porn to overcome his emotional burdens. That doesn't mean that he doesn't love you. doesn't mean that he hates you. It doesn't mean that he doesn't want to be in the relationship with you. It means that he went back for a brief moment, hopefully brief, to the pattern that, that he had utilized to get away from the emotional stress and strain that he's under, to get away from the trauma wounds. This is a process. Relapse may actually happen. But the question is, is he trying to grow closer to you? Is he trying to really fix himself and find sobriety or is he not? Don't make this, I would say, and this may sound harsh, but don't make it personal. Don't make this about you and about how much he hates you or how much he wants this other hotter chick online. It's really not about that. Porn is not about him finding somebody else more attractive. It's about him running to something else to get rid of his emotional pain. That can be a difficult truth. That can be something that I think you're looking for that hit to your self-esteem because it's confirming that, see, he doesn't love me. And every time he relapses, he's just choosing somebody else over me. I'm not enough for him. No, that's not true. If you have that low self-esteem, maybe consider getting yourself therapy. Maybe consider the fact that this his porn addiction, especially if it predates you, is not about whether he finds you hot or not. It's about something much deeper in, internally. It's about his emotional wounds coming out and him running to something to take off the pain and the sting of those emotional wounds. From an IFS perspective, it's about him running into the addiction as a as a firefighter, basically, because he doesn't want to have to deal with the exiled emotions. You have to understand that as somebody that is is hurt, somebody that's been triggered by this relapse, the relapse is just him basically failing to do what he needs to do in those moments. So the best thing you can do to support him Help him understand his triggers. Help him understand what, you know, what he's going toward. And you don't have to put him in the doghouse. Matter of fact, putting him in the doghouse only furthers his worthlessness. Furthers his lack of, his, his lack of love, basically. His um, lack of worthiness of love. I would strongly caution against putting him in the doghouse for that reason. He needs love in that moment. You may not be willing to give it. You may not be ready to give it. Okay, then separate yourself from the moment. What he doesn't need is more condemnation. If he's truly contrite. If he's not contrite and he tells you, yeah, I relapsed, so what? Clearly that's a problem. I think this is where Matthew 18 comes in. I've spoken on some of these things before, so I know I'm probably beating a dead horse, but truly think about things from his perspective. He's trying to come through, and and I've talked about this before in a group that I've run and with some other guys. Like, It would almost have been better if we were addicted to drugs or alcoholics. There's much more grace for alcoholism. Uh, in some ways, and that may be an ignorant statement, and some people who have dealt with that may feel very triggered by that, and I apologize if that's the case, but there's something so stigmatizing about sex addiction that hits specifically to the woman's worst fear and to her deepest insecurities. If a man goes to alcohol, he can become abusive, he can do a lot of terrible things, but it doesn't necessarily hit on the woman's insecurity of her not being enough. Not in the same way that it does when he looks at porn, or when he goes to somebody else, and he sleeps with somebody else committing adultery. Those things hit the core of a woman it causes her to feel as unsafe, as untrusting as possible for us, guys, we have to win that back. We've got to win our wives back. We've got to be willing to do whatever it takes to win them back. And if that means we lose all freedom for a time, then we lose that freedom. We lose all autonomy. We lose all whatever it is just for a time to help her feel safe. Okay. Okay. But in the meantime, you have to be finding yourself. You've got to be figuring out who are you and what are you about? Are you a quitter that when you've disappointed people, you just give up? Or are you going to push through and are you going to be sober? Are you going to be sober for yourself? And are you going to be sober for your wife? We have to think about these things in order to build trust. Trust is something that is built over a long period of time. It is not a quick thing. It's not a quick fix. It won't happen overnight. The woman needs to realize that. He's not going to just sober up and never, ever, ever have a stray thought that he shouldn't have. Not usually how that works, but that doesn't mean that he's unsafe and it doesn't mean he's untrusting. It means that he's really trying to work on himself and he went back into it briefly. Maybe that's the case. If he's not repentant, of course, again, there's other reasons and and struggles that come along with it and, and we need to consider separation, whatever it is. But for the guy that is trying, make sure that you give him some grace and make sure that you see that he's trying. For the guy, that's the best thing we can do. Put forth every bit of effort you can possibly muster so as to build that trust back. Brick by brick, slowly building it. Don't turn her down, you know, when, when she needs your help, when she's looking to build trust, when she's asking for your emotional availability, when she's asking for you to be open, for you to be intimate with her, emotionally intimate, and actually tell her what's going on in your life. Don't turn away. And if you find yourself turning away, get yourself therapy, please get yourself therapy. Maybe that's the best thing that that we can do to help our wives see that we're serious about it. We can start building trust, but if you think that your marriage is something worth fighting for, be willing to do whatever it takes to build that trust back. With that, I'm going to wrap up. I appreciate you listening. I will talk to you again next week.